welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. <laughs> I'm Phil, and this is God damn it, Zoom's breaking every five seconds, and Ross and Phil talk my face. <laughs> like, yep. to get a little bit behind the curtain there, uh, this is our fourth attempt to try and record this morning because Zoom keeps breaking. Yay! Bizarre. Bizarre. How are you, my friend? I'm all right, thank you. It's uh, had quite a productive Saturday, actually. We took Rambo for a walk in uh, Holland Park, which was very nice, uh, out near Jenny's Way. Nice. I went back to hers briefly to, you know, sort of water the plants and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and it was it was really lovely. It was really nice. And, uh, yeah, quite a productive day in the end, kind of, you know. How about That's yourself? good. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I caught up on some movies and TV yesterday um, because I've been slacking the last few weeks. So I have some stuff to talk about today, which is nice. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, today we are doing our long promised TV episode. Yay! Mm. <laughs> but also, we're gonna we're gonna do our usual talk about the most recent film, new and old that we've seen, yes. uh, and then yes. we'll talk about some TV. So, what we're watching at the moment, and then we'll break down our five favorite TV shows. Yes, so look, let's go. Uh, let's talk about what we've heard. I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go first, just because I just really want to talk to you about this film. And I don't know if you've seen it yet, but if okay. you haven't, you have to see it. Um, Willie's Wonderland. No, I, I'm very much on the pile to watch. Hopefully, this week. It's fucking nuts. Good. I hope it is. Like it, it feels it's, like it has to be without being. You know what I mean? If, or it doesn't work. It it's probably crazy. not. It's probably not. <laughs> It's a $5 million budgeted movie, right? Right. Which astounds me. Um, and it's one location, and um, it's probably not quite gory or, or over-the-top enough, but it's another one of these, this step in this kind of Nick Cage, like, I don't know how he's accepting film roles at the moment. And I'm guessing it's because someone tells him the concept... And he goes, yeah, that sounds great. How much? And where do I turn up? Because I don't think he's reading the scripts particularly. I definitely well, think he's I buying might, in on concept. I might be wrong. Let me just double check this. But I feel like it would have been another XYZ movie. I mean, it might, might not be. But obviously like Mandy and Colour Out of Space, you know. I'm uh, not sure if it is actually. No, it's not. I'm, I'm looking, at least not on IMDb, it's not. So, But it certainly seems to have that kind of like... Uh, continuity from like Mandy and Colour Out of Space it seems to have that kind of like uh, high concept uh, yeah. will benefit from and will benefit from Cage as well like actually benefit from him going presumably crazy at some point oh, all points uh, um, and just to, just to kind of back that up right and, and to kind of go a little bit into our TV theme but have you have you watched The History of Swearing with Nicholas Cage we've, we've watched the first two are very very good it's very good <laughs> Genuinely, really good. Like such a great idea as well, and and the idea of him hosting the way he the way he hosts is the way he hosts, which is just yeah. and he is excellent in it, and yeah. like he makes he makes what is what is f an insane concept just actually very very interesting, and yeah, he is absolutely brilliant. Um, but we are definitely at peak Nicolas Cage now, I think. Yeah, I feel like we've got like a year or two of this, but it's all going to kind of... He'll either turn into like the character actor he was always going to be, like as in like a, almost like a Dennehy type. Yeah. Or he, or, or I mean, who even knows? Maybe or he'll become John Cusack. 
well, as I say, maybe eight films in the film. Well, he's already done kind of John Cusack thing. He's already done that's true. So I, I wonder if I mean, obviously that's always there for him. Should he have a tax issue or something? But <laughs> or, 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 will he, or, or piss will off he a gangster? Or... Well, or will he go for or will he go for route of like getting like a really solid TV show? Like will he do like a Tom Selleck almost and you know start getting really solid TV shows, oh which would God. be great. I would absolutely. You know what I mean? Like why not? Why, why I would not? absolutely kill <clears throat> to see Nicolas Cage. In like in like a justified or banshee, right? Exactly. Same here. If you put like a proper almost, <laughs> not that Cinemax are doing it now, but that kind of show, why not? Yeah, I'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So yes, so that's my my newest film that I've seen. How about yours? Uh, the newest film. So the newest the newest new film that I have watched. Well, funny enough, it, it's we're, uh, we're about a hundred episodes in, and we still haven't quite nailed how we describe this segment. How we describe <laughs> it? Well, funnily enough, it's it's the second part of a two part uh, release from DC. So we're animated to, and in fact, this film brings the current line of what you would call like almost like the timeline yeah. of DC animated movies to a close. So whatever they do next, like I said, Soul of a Dragon actually came out afterwards, which is very much like a one-off because it's set in the 70s. Um, it's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. And Justice League Dark, the first part was just Justice League Dark, which was excellent. Jenny really enjoyed it too. And the second part, this Justice League Dark Apocalypse War is fucking brilliant. Like all those animated movies, you know these DC animated movies are basically yeah. really good. It's the two parts of it are not not only good, they are both very mature. Like they're both 15. You, you, these are not kids' movies. There's stuff that happens at the beginning of the first one that just makes you go, oh, they go there. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, 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 like yeah. Without getting into it, they are both definitely worth watching. But don't let Emmy watch. No, <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, they are, Absolutely. They are no. really, they are properly dark. They, if they live up to their name, they are both very well written. You've got Matt, who plays Constantine in a TV show. He actually voices Constantine oh, in the films. Oh, yeah, that's it's very cool. really, it's really, really, really good. The second one is, yeah, they're, they're both excellent. Um, yeah, I won't uh, go too much further than that. I, I won't go too much further than that. But they're both really, like, they are both solid eight out of tens. Like, excellent. Of course, the big question is, will they hold up to the Snyder Cut? Did you have to? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're getting ever closer. Um, we are. We're it's, 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 literally, it's literally the most exciting thing that I'm, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the internet actually losing its shit. I reckon this will be the point where the internet will, will go into all-out war and you'll have like I think, the Snyder I think Defenders. It's peak. I think it's going to be peak. I think it's going to be peak. Here it is, here it is, here it is. And then people will just go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really think, and I don't mean it. I don't even mean it negatively. I just think people will just go, okay. So we've on this, it. and I'm Fine. not going to go off on this all all episode. But um, Deborah Snyder came out the other day. I think that's his wife's name. Apologies if I've mm. got it wrong. Came out the I other day and right. said they shot one new scene. Right. Okay. So I have an issue with this. If the mm. film was complete, other than one scene at four hours, mm-hmm. and only needed visual effects. Why the fuck would you bring in another director to basically reshoot two thirds of the movie if that four hours that you have wasn't utter dog shit? Well, it I makes think there are no various sense. Reasons. Well, I think there are various reasons. Maybe they didn't want a four-hour film, but but secondly, maybe it's so dark that they feel like it wasn't going to get the mainstream audience to fit into this film. We should get like as if it's so dark and so full on 
You know what I mean? Like after a while, it's just going to put people off. Like maybe it's R-rated. Or, do you know what I'm getting at? Like maybe yeah. it's so I mean, dark. The, but, but also, the other thing to think about is that one scene, I, I, by the way, I have no idea about this, is that one scene 15 minutes long? Like, like is it actually like... You know what I don't I'm know. At? It's is the it like future... A, uh, it's the follow-up from the future from Man of Steel, I okay. think. So future... But okay, that's when the Joker comes so it in. Could be, so it could be kind of an epic... Do you know what I'm getting at? That could yeah. be like a chapter. That could be 15 minutes or something. Yeah. I just... Everything I hear makes me just go. Mm. I have to say, I'm I'm just consistently going. I'm 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 interested. Yeah. I think Leto is terrible as a Joker, but it makes sense to keep him in it for it because it's the timeline that he's in. You know what I mean? I completely get that. I think he's genuinely the most miscast element of his most recent films. Uh, and and, and I'm not just really. and not just miscast and not just miscast because in the end he's sort of doing what he's told to do, but just that whole aesthetic of him looking almost like a Joker fan, but, you know, all of that stuff. That just To me, that's just, that's been off-putting from the, from the get-go. So, you know, like, he looks like the Joker. Like, it, it looks like it should work, you know? But what we've seen of him, I've just gone, uh, no. This I think, no. I think other than Affleck, Gal Gadot, and maybe Cavill, but I, I'm massively on the fence on that one still. I think everyone else is horrifically miscast. I mean, like Ezra Miller is just, I, agree. I just think he's terrible. I agree. And I, and I, Ray well, I Fisher really is, like, well, hang on, hang on. I really like Ezra Miller, but he, and I'm no. not trying to sound like a purist. I'm not trying to sound like a purist or anything. He's not the flash. Like, like I, I, I will say he was one of the most appealing parts of the original Justice League film we saw because he brought some humour to it. Yeah. And dare I say, and dare I say it without, without poking any tigers, he's the most weeded aspect of, uh, but just about having your justice, league. <laughs> oh, yeah, had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, had but to it's go there. Be well, I know, but his dialogue and the way he yeah. reacts, the thing, the thing when he does that thing when he appears in the back, bit, all that stuff. The question is, is any of that in the four hour cut? Like, is he a completely different character? No, I, I think he's, he's, if he's completely well, if he, but I'm saying if he is different, that's going to be interesting, like, interesting to see but, that. Oh, okay, that's but a do we take, need. You know? Like, do we need emo Barry Allen with emo Batman and well, emo I agree. No, no, Man no, of Steel I, I, and emo I, Cyborg? And I, 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 I no, no, no. But this is something I've had a problem with from the very beginning. <laughs> where, where Man of Steel revealed like Superman to sort of be, I know it's not quite the right word, but like depressed. And then I was like, <laughs> you can't have a depressed Superman like with a, a, a like a grim Batman. You need the beacon of light, like the beacon of hope. Yeah, but that's it. Is it? It's like, like Dark Avenger. You know, that's, that's what you need because that's what makes some chalk and cheese. Yeah, if they're both depressing. Who cares? What difference does it make? Anyway, um, so uh, my older we film. Said that we, I saw, gonna go. we said we, we said, said we weren't going to go. We said we weren't going to. And we went there. The older film that I saw was uh, from 1999. It is a perennial favourite of mine. Um, mm. It is a film called Go. Oh, I love Go. I watched it again not long ago. <laughs> it holds very, up really well. It's very 90s, my, but... My only my only ever criticism of it, my only criticism of it, and uh, Melissa McCarthy, by the way, is really good at it. Oh, shit. I completely had no idea until I watched it this time <laughs> she, around. She's really good at it. Um, my only criticism, and it's tiny, and it, but it still holds up to, like I say, I think I watched it last year, even. I really love it. I think it's great in its entirety. Oliphant, every, everyone's good at it. I think they go back to the supermarket one time too many, you know, like at the end when they keep going back. I feel like there just becomes this point where you just go, we we, we know now. We've done see, this. I don't think We're you could have done... See, I was talking to someone about this. I don't think you could mm. just go back twice. I think you either go back once or three times. Twice doesn't work. Okay. Because there's three know. narratives. You ha- I think you have to go back three times. I mean, I do, I do get it. 
I like I, I can't I can't disagree with the rule of three either. I completely get that. I just I don't know what it is. I felt like by the third time my brain goes, we know, we get it. Uh, see, but anyway, it doesn't it doesn't ruin the film or anything. I just no. feel like we, I think we just get film, on with it, please. You know? I think the film does have some potential. So one of the things I'm starting to to notice is that when you go back to films of the 90s and and specifically around the 90s time, some of the gender politics and some of the stuff that's in the films of that era, you wouldn't be able to do now. And for the right reasons. But the 90s was actually quite a sleazy year, a decade for um, Mm. film attitude towards young girls in movies. I think arguably... Arguably sleazier than the 80s, where people oh, sort of think 80s, 80s sleeves. I think 90s is worse because 90s, it's like they should know better, kind yeah. of. So you know? 80s was more over, you know, get your tits out, that kind of thing, right? Whereas the 90s... It's exploitation. Is, exploitation. Yeah. Whereas the 90s is a lot more kind of, um, kind of like leery and pervy. Yeah, and kind I of, agree. And I'm noticing the more I visit 90s films, there are some really... I mean, and... and We'll go on to this later, but Friends is another one where yeah, oh, Friends yeah, has yeah. some pretty bad politics in terms of kind of gender, in terms of sexuality. There's some really kind of stuff in there that you have to you have to be able to forgive it to still enjoy it. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, and I it's it's very much of that that time, and it, it's quite it's actually quite shocking when you go back and, and watch some of this stuff. Just how kind of uncomfortable some of it is to watch now yeah. like like just like every 90s film seems to seems to somehow get like some girl with fake boobs having sex with a guy with her top and like you kind of go you watch a couple you watch one in, in itself and you go fine it kind of, yeah it is what it is and you watch another one and they do the same thing and another one they do the same thing and another one they do the same thing and i'm not trying to be all woke and politically correct no. here but it definitely is quite a unique decade in terms of, and I think into the early 2000s, in terms of how it plays sexual politics. And it does make for some uncomfortable viewing. It's just just something I'm noting the more 90s movies I go, hey, look, I still think 90s on balance is probably the best best decade for movies. Really? You don't think 80s? I, I have a massive issue. I have a massive kind of, for every 90s, a 80s film I can pick in. Look, 80s has more memorable classics, but I think there's also a lot more shit in the 80s. I think the 90s has is a, has a like most years in the 90s you can pick five great films, and there's some years in the 80s where maybe that's not as true. I don't know. I I, I kind of I kind of go one way or the other. Really, I mean, both are fucking brilliant. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, I, I would contend it's something like I mean, I, <laughs> and I love I love a lot of 70s films. I would contend like 80. 384 to like 95 or 96 97 if you like like with the rock and all that stuff to me that's almost like the crossover decade yeah that's the peak works. that's peak yeah. cinema 83 yeah, like 83, 83 84 ish yeah to 96 97 ish sort of thing yeah definitely peak peak cinema um so like go peak on everything peak everything yeah yeah culture yeah. as well i mean to be fair mm. um right so what's your older film well, uh, I'm going to do two, and the only reason I'm going to do two is uh, <laughs> we've, we've just finished we've just finished Brosnan. Ah, uh, you finished we've Brosnan, so yeah, that's the only reason why I'm saying two. Uh, tomorrow, so die another day. So now here's the thing: very brief pricey on Brosnan because my memories mostly are these are uh, worst is the wrong word. They're not the worst films, 
But overall, GoldenEye is a very big high barring Eric Serra's score and that final song. But basically, it's a very high, high Bond film. Tomorrow Never Dies was not as bad as I've remembered it. It has it has very bad bits, like Elliot Carver, all, almost all of Jonathan Price's scenes. You can really feel that Anthony Hopkins, literally Anthony Hopkins left three days into production or something and they replaced him with Jonathan. Oh, I never Jonathan. knew that. I knew, yeah, it was, I knew they replaced I knew about, him someone. I didn't know who it yeah, was. Jonathan Price. So Jonathan Price, Jonathan Price's character is... He's weak. Is, well, it, he's beyond Bond. Like, he goes... There's, there's, he would have been brilliant with Roger Moore. Like yes. his, his dialogue is his di- the number of times he says Mr. Bond, you just sort of go, Oh, you've been watching like you've been watching the old Bond films and you're doing this, and no one has said this is not quite it doesn't quite fit. By the way, he's perfectly fine as the villain. It's just he's a villain from 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, and it, it's and, it, and you can really feel it. Secondly, if he was in Terry Hatcher. Oh, yeah, if, so, but seriously, if he was in, if he was in a view to a kill, if he was doing, Christopher no, Christopher I was about to say that if if it, if, if he was, in, if Christopher perfectly. Walken couldn't have done it and he was yeah. in a view to a kill, yeah. you would have gone, yeah. okay, on Terry Hatcher. Yeah. I always remember the story from Die Another Day and Pierce Brosnan was being interviewed and he was talking about the scene where Terry Hatcher slaps him. And he basically was saying that 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 she kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And he, he, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, you know, there are actors out there. He basically was saying that there are actresses out there that are, you know, brilliant to work with, that are kind of um, modest and, you know, kind of aware of their talent, but don't rub it in their faces. And then there's Terry Hatcher. Oh, dear. I think See, it was something we, along those lines. Weirdly, Jenny and I both were kind of like looking up trivia on, on this and a lot of it seems to have sort of been debunked whether he said that in an interview is a different thing I don't know it's it's interesting but here's the thing she she is a low point I would suggest that actually it's not entirely her fault in in that the part is a thankless part like it's not a good part. it is literally fuck bond and then die um you know, it really is that part um and according to again depending what you read she did it because her husband wanted to, to her to be a Bond girl. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's too easy to read too much stuff into all of this. She is a bit of a low point, but I do think it's primarily because the character is thankless. Whether that excuses her behaviour is a totally separate I, subject. You, so you interestingly... Sort of have to kind of, you sort of have to skirt that. You have to kind of go, what is the film? You know? Yeah. Like, the reason why it almost isn't written. So I just read something that said, um, apparently... Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that she kept him waiting for hours. I must admit, I left a few words that wasn't very nice. But it later came out yeah. that apparently she was pregnant and suffering from morning sickness yes. at the time. Yes. Interesting. Yes. That so came two, out later. Two sides to every story. But, I mean, let's be honest, yeah. um, Terry Hatcher has a reputation for being an absolute bellend. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, she, apparently, That's, she was horrific yeah. on um, Desperate Housewives as well. Oh, okay. So, I mean, again, like, I'd- I can't. I can't she, she's got a reputation for yeah. not being particularly pre- pleasant to work with. Um, I mean, fair, fair. But, no, but just just quickly <laughs> though, just quickly though, there are some high points, and some of them were forgotten until watching. First of all, Vincent Schiavelli, the guy, the torture doctor, is that whole sequence cross cutting between Vincent Schiavelli, sort of about to torture Bond, and the, the the thugs trying to break into the car. That's great. Like that's really great. Michelle Yao is obviously fantastic in it. The thing that always pissed me off was. She, she beats up like nine guys and she's fucking amazing and competent. And then at the end, Stamper just kind of bops her on the head yeah. and then Bond has to rescue her. And I hated that. And I, I still hate that. I think that's a real, like, just, uh, disrespect of her character, just given how how 
competent and effective. They pretty yeah. beautiful in the film too. It has there it, are some real high points in it. If there are some high points. Yeah, it has some good moments. I think overall it is the weakest of his films because I think Die Another Day, for all of its faults. Mm-hmm. has some real high points. The fencing scene, for example. I, we, I was going to get to that. So basically, so tomorrow never dies, it, it almost it's... By the way, the this, is the, this is the not the Bond episode, Ross. This is the TV yes, episode. Yes. So but just, 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 briefly, just briefly covering it. Tomorrow never dies briefly. is probably... It's probably the least fun one, even though yeah. there's, there's some good bits. And the thing that I've really forgot, I don't know about you, the thing <laughs> I've forgotten about through all of these is Brosnan, for all of his charm, and because he's, he's not bad in these films by any means, they, they give him like Roger, I'd forgotten this, they've given him like Roger Moore quips in all of them, yes. and all of them, all of them fail. Like none of them hit, none, and, not and, one, not a one. You know, he'll, he'll kind of go like, oh, that's a long way to drop or some shit. Like, but they're all lame. Like they're like bad jokes and none of them hit. So I, I totally forgot this aspect on all of them. On so all this is them. the issue I have with Forgotten. all of the Bond era films mm. and it's effectively the writers, right? Well, so Purvis and Wade, isn't it? Yeah, Purvis and, Purvis and Wade. And it's the same with all of the Bond, all of the Brosnan Bond films. They are, they are writing and I always felt that they were writing for Roger Moore mm. rather than that is how it comes across. Pierce Bosnan is a great Bond in a fucking terrible series of, in, in the worst. If you looked at any selection of Bond movies, right, you could you could easily say Brosnan has the worst four films. If you look at like I, across I any agree, series, I agree as a tra- as a track. Like if you're tracking them across, yeah, not then, then, not, I, then, I, then I can't help but agree. I, I enjoy all four of them for different reasons. Yeah. But his are four of the weakest ones, Goldeneye being a particular high point. Yeah, it has Judy Dench, who is the one of the best things in the whole Bond series. She is great, she is great in all of them. And also, and, um, 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 Samantha Bond as Money Petty. Yeah, is, Samantha Bond is surprisingly good. Brilliant. And, you know, obviously it's still got Q. Um, we won't talk about um, uh, John Cleese, who apparently also, mm. I, I, I have it on very good authority, was not well liked by the crew. Um, no. I think he was he was treading into some very 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 big shoes, um, taking yes. over I that role. Think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's, it's pretty easy to. And I don't I, think I am. Um, I don't think Cleese is, is historically the easiest person to work with either. No, no. I'm and I don't think Cleese. I don't think particularly he probably enjoys working with directors like. The, the, the potentially kind of you know Bond films are weird things to work on right until Sam Mendes came along comes along mm. you can pretty much kind of Bond films are like you, you have the director directs the talky bits and yeah, virtually has Arms, nothing Vic to Arms, do with Vic, Vic, Vic Armstrong and Vic Armstrong yeah, does the, the bits everyone yeah. wants to watch yeah. and that's kind of yeah. how Bond films tended to work until Sam Mendes thought he could do it all Huh, how well did that work? Um, well, one of, one of them... Sort <laughs> one of them worked very well, one yes. Failed but I, th- I think, again, I think it's like Sam Mendes, like maybe in Skyfall, was still, like, still had that other, those other people. And then in, mm. in Spectre went, I can do it all. Mm. Anyway, so we go from uh, we go from Tomorrow Never Dies to um, The World well, is Not, not enough. enough. Which is... <laughs> It's the most unmemorable one. Like we enjoyed watching it. It was not a bad. It was. A, it was fun. almost like a. 
it was almost like a, a, a solid Sunday afternoon movie, yeah. like most Bond films, to be fair. <laughs> uh, it's the most unmemorable. Even though Sophie Marceau is very good, Carlisle does nothing wrong. It's relatively flat. Like, there's nothing wrong. There's, there's, literally, there's literally nothing wrong with it. But it does it just, have it's, two of the best Bond puns ever. It and does. literally, 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 they, they bought Denise Richards on to play a nuclear oh, scientist. Oh, best thing ever. I always wanted to have Turkey in Christmas. Christmas in Turkey. Sorry. Christmas <laughs> in Turkey. And I, I thought Christmas only I thought Christmas only came once a year. Yeah. Fucking love that. I mean literally but again, they're Roger, but again, they're Roger Moore. They are he doesn't they are. he doesn't do he doesn't do very well. And she is she is terrible. She's dreadful. Terrible. She's dreadful. But she's, she's dreadful. terrible in a brilliant way. Anyway, die another day very quickly and then we're moving on to TV. Die another day, the first half still holds up incredibly well. Incredibly and, well. and in fact it's it's after the it's after the sword fight that it starts to go downhill. <laughs> like, but it's still but it's still fun like it's always fun it's never actually boring brilliant time sequence boring. as well yes and i i stand by i really like the time i really like the song because mm. i like the way the song works no i know it works I, okay i just think i just think the song works with that sequence so, i don't think it works out of it I think no it works in the sequence here's a really interesting thing right you hate you hate quantum of solace theme tune mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but as a it. song oh, but- well, I agree. No, but I know I've, I've said this before. Same with uh, Spectre. I think both those, I don't like the songs, but I like the the instrumental. Yeah. So I like the instrumental. I, I really like the the the, the song from um, I can't remember his fucking name for the life of me, but the Jack White one from uh, Quantum of Solace. Right. I think it's Solace, a, yes, yes. I think it's a really good song. It's a terrible mm. Bond song. I think. Yeah. Right. I think the Die Another Day song is a terrible song. But yet, weirdly, works for that style of Bond. I think it movie. works. Well, I think it works in the sequel. The whole fact that he's yeah. been tortured and interrogated and everything. I think it works really well. I totally get why people wouldn't like it. I don't like it necessarily in isolation at all. Oh, it's a terrible um, Bond song. In isolation, if I you put that works, next to Shirley Bassey, well oh yeah, no, it doesn't hold a candle. It doesn't, it doesn't even hold a candle to. Oh, this is the other thing. Very quickly, Tomorrow Never Dies. The fact Ugh. that both the opening title and the end title. Are both songs called Tomorrow, Tomorrow Never Dies, but the last one, the KV Lang one at the end, is uh, it's just called Surrender. But it keeps singing Tomorrow Never Dies. Well, do you know why? That was the original and it's better song. song. It, yeah. Yes, and that it's was the original song. title sequence. It's song. the better song as well. Yeah. It's the better song. And I think um, Cheryl Crow was bigger at the time, so they just yes, went it absolutely. With that one. And her song is her song is absolutely like we like that song. Uh, Jen and I made mention of it, but the, the one at the end, particularly compared to that lame song at the end of Goldeneye, which I couldn't even I couldn't hum you a moment yeah. of it. Ter- terrible, uh, particularly compared to Goldeneye itself. Holy shit! But the Tomorrow Never Dies song at the end, yeah, Surrender, is much more strong, like almost Shirley Bassey esque. Yeah, uh, level, mm. including the, the, the instrumentation of it. You know, last two things about Tomorrow Never uh, about Die Another Day, Invisible mm. Car, terrible, fucking. Hated what? It. We, we I, both I hated at... that. And the parasitic. Right. The, the, the I was at the crew story. showing at yes, Leicester Square, watching mm. this with a load of the mm. the, the the tech crew and stuff. Mm. And like, I, I, do you know what? I was really enjoying the film for what it was, mm. yeah. and I think it's probably the second. It might well be the second best Brosnan movie. In it's probably reflection. the most. It's probably the second most enjoyable one. Yeah, Pro- um, probably. But when that sequence happens, mm. and bear in mind, I, I was sat with a lot of the the visual effects crew, so the the, the special mm. effects crew, so the guys that blow stuff up for a living. Yeah. When that sequence came on, you literally heard a. A, an audience of people that were involved in making the film groan 
And someone even laughed. And you kind of go, I think that's the reflection on just how bad that is. Cool. Um, you've inspired me. We are going to do Bond Wednesday. So every Wednesday, we're going to start watching Bond oh, film. Great. From great. next that's week, uh, we're going to start with, um, obviously, uh, Spectre. No, of course not. We're going to start with Doctor <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, So look, let's talk TV. I've, I've very oh, hang much... On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just very super quick. The film that isn't Bond, just very quickly, because we watched it last night. And I'm this very is quick. four or five uh, films, Ross. Five films. Yeah, well, these are, these are Bond ones. Uh, this is non-Bond. Um, it's called The Gift from 2015, which I particularly like. It's Joel Edgerton's directed film. Okay. Uh, with J- Jason Bateman uh, and a bunch of people you'd recognise. Wendell Pierce is in it. Uh, and, and Joel Edgerton, of course. Uh, I don't know if Jenny was quite so hot on it, but I think it's a really great thriller. It's a Blumhouse movie. And it's a very, very creepy thriller. If you I've haven't seen it, seen it I... I have seen it. it. Yes. No, I liked it. I gave it a seven out of ten. There you go. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> yes. No, I have. There you go. Yes, very good. Um, right. Look, so I've turned to watching a lot of TV because obviously not much going on in the cinema world at the moment because everyone keeps delaying everything. Although, have you seen the trailer for Mortal Kombat? <gasps> I, I have. And I think it looks really enjoyable. I it hope. looks great fun, it doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it like It's got like proper blood and guts. It looks like a proper hard mm. R rating that movie. Icicle, that, that icicle made of blood thing is fantastic. That awesome. whole bit is brilliant. And like... Like there's some oh, there's some proper good Mortal Kombat stuff in there. So I was like, oh, I'm excited by that. Um, which probably means it'll be shit. But hey, um, <laughs> I am, I am. Don't get me wrong, I am worried, but <laughs> but, but it is promising. It is really yeah. promising. Um, but I, but the good thing is we've had lots and lots and lots of TV. So I just want to start talking about a bit of TV. Some of the shows that we've mm-hmm. been watching, and then we'll quickly do our top five shows of all time. So you inspired me to watch something that. I was firmly against watching. And oh. how many times did I say, I don't like the film, Ross. I don't like the film. I'm not going to watch a TV show. The film is terrible. Don't want to watch a TV <laughs> show. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, sorry. What we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, yes, yes. I love yeah. that show. So I'm now five episodes into season one. Yes. It's really good. It's fucking amazing. It's Matt really... Berry is fucking... The fact that most of the cast are British. Yeah. I... Amazing. Don't know. Really fucking good. Oh, I love it. I I'm love enjoying it. the. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Right. So the second season is even like like white like honestly, it's really great. I, it's really great. I just so I've just watched the episode where um where they get where he gets Matt Berry gets caught as a bat and puts into put into a cage. And they try to rescue him. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of the most ridiculous things ever. I think and that's like, why it works because it's crazy. I still don't know the names, bananas. but the the other male vampire. Um, yeah. Goes in as a dog and gets gets locked up. And, and Matt Berry's like, "Well, what was your great plan? Because <laughs> you're basically yeah, now locked up as well." It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really good, and I'm, yeah. I'm to the point where I'm probably going to have to go back and watch the film and give it another go. I, it's funny. I got the film again because I did. I, I'm sure I remember saying probably even to you at the time, "This would be so much better as a TV show." Yes, I think you did. Like as a 90 minute film. Like <laughs> the thing is, though, I really liked the film. I, I mean, I liked what it was doing. And but I just felt it needs to be so much better in like 25 minute episodes. Yeah. And I think that's it. In 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 20, 25 minute episodes, you you kind of can you kind of go. I think anything more than that, and I think it starts to it could start to great. But anyway, what we do in the shadows is superbly enjoyable. I'm so glad you I'm so glad you like it. Um and I'm 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 a fan. Okay, I'm a fan. And oh cool. And yeah, it's just it's just one of those things you just 
I just, I don't, I, I don't know if I ever laugh massively out loud watching it, but like, I just cringe sometimes. And I'm just like, it's sometimes it's so uncomfortable. Like the episode with the two mood vampires in, yes, in the workplace. Yes, 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 yes. Brilliant. That stuff's great. Because we work with people guy. like that, Is right? it Colin? I can't remember his name. Is it Colin? I can't remember his name. Colin, yeah, I he's think fucking, so. He's fucking awesome. He's so funny. <laughs> so depressing. And yes, you're right. You do work. We've definitely met people like, exactly like him. Yeah. So you just go, is he a fact? He could, he could actually be an emotional fact. Yeah. That's really clever. It's so clever. Um, And then just to move on, two other things I specifically want to talk about. So mm. um, another old show that we're, we're watching, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but you know... I have a bit of a love for Aaron Sorkin. Of course. Just a little bit. You Just have a, a bone bit. afraid. <laughs> I, I think Aaron Sorkin is genius. So I don't know why I've never watched The Westworld. I just don't know why. Right. We told you this. We talked to you about this before. We, we've just watched season one because Jenny's seen all of them, I think. And we watched season one last year and I absolutely loved it. I've, I, I don't know why I've not watched it, right? And I think it's probably right. because I didn't, I wasn't aware of it at the time. And then when you look back and go, oh, there's 150 episodes, fuck my right. life. Yeah. It's quite a, it's quite a thing to go back and do, right? Yeah. But we are two away from the end of season one and I am in love. It's great, is it? Bradley Whitford is killer in it. Oh my God. Just all the cast. Um, yeah. Like Rob yeah. Lowe is someone that I've never really particularly liked, but he's brilliant. It's great, and, isn't it? Martin Sheen, again, is probably not someone I've ever particularly liked him much. And, like, I look at him and go, uh, why can't you be president? Oh, I agree. I think I, I think I posted at the time. I was like, <laughs> we need a president like Jed Bartlett. Like a president who's, like, reasonable and, like, listens to shit and weighs up options. And even if you don't like everything he does all the time, at least he's listened to everybody. And, and like, you know, like, like, just seems like a rational human being. In fact, I think we should have Jed Bartlett and Hugh yeah. Grant as the two oh, yeah, world yeah. leaders. Yeah. What, a, yeah, what an amazing, amazing world that would be. Um, yeah. But what I like about it is, and everyone said, it's, it's the thing, I guess it's the Aaron Sorkin thing, right? It's the walking and talking. Of course. The walking it's talks. the yes, yes, yes. pace. Yeah. yeah. I watch yes. an episode of West Wing. It's electrifying. It's electrifying. Even when they're doing something really boring, they're talking mm. about like political reform and you're like, this can't be interesting. But the he, he injects a pace into it. Like it's a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger 90s, uh, 80s action film. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It has energy. It has energy. Yes, it, it has such energy and such spark. And it's so hyper real. And I get that, yeah. right? People don't really talk like that, except when maybe me and you are talking. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently walking. I'm currently walking while we talk down. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but yes, I'm I'm definitely in love. I'm definitely gonna gonna kind of go down that road and and finish it. Mm. But it's uh, I just want to kind of like really really good. So any any anything specific? I've got a couple of others, but anything specific that you're watching at the moment? I'm trying to think. So I'm just coming to the end of the new version of the Stand, <sighs> which I really really I really like. Really, it. I, I think I, it's I, the, I, watched, I think they should rename it the Bland. I watched the original because I love the original, it's and I brilliant. think the original still hold it still holds up pretty well. It's showing like some of its, and I don't mean this as a, as as a negative. It's showing some of its simplicity now. Like it becomes very simplistic <laughs> at the end, which I'm, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it is kind of like these are the good people, these are the bad people. Like, it's fine. Uh, by the way, it really isn't a negative. I really enjoyed watching it again. It it's good. I watched quickly. it again last year the as cast, well. The cast is superb. Like. And given what they did in 1993, the amount they yes. travelled, like like Mick Garris was away from home for a year, like he so, was just away like for a year. Can I point which out is two amazing. things? Yeah, I bet you can name 
every character and who played them in the original stand. Yeah. I, I watched all also. nine episodes of the new stand mm. and I still eight episodes in or seven episodes in was getting confused with who was who. I've got, I've got, I think I've got two episodes left. I will say I didn't suffer from that at all. I, I will say, I will say it's more because it's so inverted commas dark compared to, which I think was a sensible, I'm not saying I like it, but I think it was, just, what, what I t- I'll tell you what I will say, having literally watched the end of the mini, the original miniseries, and I started watching the new one like the week later. So a lot of it's very fresh, surprisingly fresh actually. And I, it was amazing how much of the original I'd remembered right like yeah. from the log so it's, it's been, I might have watched it again 10 years I've watched it like probably this is probably the third time I've watched the movie probably um, and I think it's terrific and it's it's uh, uh, like a, almost like a uh, what do we call it like a, like a, a bar for, for a lot of TV particularly from yes the definitely um, I think that the differences in I, I'm not going to say the, 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 re, the, the reboot is is 10 out of 10 or anything but I think they, they took great <sighs> pains in terms of how they made it different from the mini. Like, uh, I think that's quite... And that's, that's my biggest wonderful. issue with it. Like, I think it's good. No, I think it's good. Think the it's original, good. you get to know the characters. Mm. You get to know them as they travel. You get to know them as they go through various different issues. You get to understand their backstory. And, and when you get to where they're going, it there's an emotional attachment. I with think that's the because news- they do it. But, but I think just on that point, and I don't disagree with you, but that's because they sort of did it in a very linear fashion. I think, yeah. I think what they've done with this remake, again, and this right is a linear wrong, story. But they've, made it, but they've done well. I again, I can't disagree with that. But I think, but to reinterpret it and to do it so differently made a lot of sense. I, Whether it succeeds fully is a different thing. But I think that the choices they've made to make it different, I, I get it. Like I, I see it. Just, I don't think I don't think it always helps necessarily. But I I uh, I, I like what the way. I like the, the clear thought that has gone into how they've done it differently. Do you know I what think, I mean? Like, I think that's important. Yeah, I think they're trying to make it different for different sake. By the way, the last maybe, episode, maybe. which King has written, um, yes. which doesn't exist in the book per se. Yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on that one. Um, I will, I I'll, think, I'll, hopefully I'll be finished. Hopefully I'll be finished for the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, I also think Alexander Skarsgård is a fucking huge disappointment in this. Oh, I don't he know. No, terrible I, 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 as the man. In, no, he's basically playing Eric true. from True Blood. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's true. I, I think, actually, I think he brings a lot of charm to it. And the scene when he beats up, um, <coughs> when he gets to Clifton Collins in, in the lift in Vegas, there's that thing where we finally really see him do some shit. Oh, that's great. I thought it was really upsetting when he smashes through that door uh, and walks through that exploding. I thought all that was really good. Have you got to Trash Can Man yet? Yeah, of course. Ezra Miller. Oh he's my different. god, that is now, terrible. Now he doesn't. He, no, I thought it was great. I, I, he doesn't touch Matt Frewer. I think Matt Frewer was fucking amazing. But the difference is, you see Matt Frewer kind of from the beginning in the original. And they this bring is him in point. quite late. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just playing stupid for stupid sake. And I just. But what about? But what about though? What about the reinterpretation of Tom Cullen, played by the guy from uh, Orange New Black? Because I think he does it really, really well. The way he has to introduce himself and tell people not to be afraid of him and all of that. I think all okay. that stuff is told yeah, really, so... really well. I, I'll great. give you that, right? I think it's really well done. I think he probably is the one thing, genuinely, the, and I also think, like, if you look at kind of Franny, right, I yeah. still genuinely cannot remember one thing about her. I still can remember pretty much Molly Ringwald's performance I, well, perfectly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit... I, I, I think Molly Ringwald was really good. I think I liked the scene, because it wasn't in the miniseries, the scene where... 
they get caught by that that like trucker guy. Yes. And Franny and there's that other girl and Harold gets beaten up. I thought that scene was great. I thought it was really good. And I think one, she was really good in it. One good scene. But um well, I think it's more I I think just, it's more than that. I think I don't think anyone's doing anything wrong in it. I genuinely I, I ended up giving it a five out of ten. And I think for me it, it really is the bland. It just it's like I watched nine episodes of something that didn't really do anything like probably had three times four times the budget of the original series and probably I don't didn't know, do... no i'm not sure i'm not sure that's correct actually simply because of what that that original series cost in today's state like it does the amount of travel rate i'm not sure that's true but the, the, the remake is all shot in like um vancouver and around vancouver well, which the original was 28 million job. yeah but and that, this think, would... well, that'd be a but you have to think about what that would be in today's money. Yeah, but no, I reckon money. nowadays, you, you, I reckon this was must have been at least a $80 million series. At I least. Don't I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, I, maybe. I, 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 I was on the fence and it was kind of a solid six mm. right up until the last mm. couple of episodes. And it was just like, I was just like, ugh. I will but, say at the moment, if I've got to rate it at the moment, I'd give it a seven. Just, just what it's doing. There are a couple of episodes left. Maybe I'll take it down. I don't know. I, I think it, what I like is, I, again, whether it's totally successful is for anyone to judge. I do like the thought that has gone into making it yeah. different from the original simply because of, they had to. Like, it's oh. a, you, you can't just retread what the original did. Um, and also yeah. Amber Heard. Oh, she's so just, bad. No, no so I don't, I don't bad. agree. No, I don't agree. I Amber Heard has yet to be good, good in one thing. And oh, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. All the boys love Mandy Lane. That's fucking great. That was her breakthrough. She's fucking great in that. I, can't, great you know what? In it. I don't even actually know if I've seen that. You should, I must have you, should watch, you should watch that because what if you watch all the boys love Mandy Lane, as I did before I watched Never Back Down, remember Never Back Down, which was okay, but she's basically the girlfriend in Never Back Down. Yeah. Right? All the boys love Mandy Lane. She is so fucking, I'm not so fucking good it, to the point where, okay, I'll give you the comparison slightly off but you'll see where i'm going it's like when uma thurman went from doing kill bill to paycheck in kill bill she just whether you like whether, whether you like her in whether you like her it was so paycheck is so aptly named it's something that is but, that but is she the goes best from being, title for film ever isn't but, it but, but, but you get but you get what i'm going at like like in yeah. kill bill she's killing everybody and she's, she's got agency and, and in paycheck she's sort of the girlfriend do you know what i mean yeah i'll, um, like, I'll review honestly, that but I, really, that, I really recommend watching like, oh, boys like Mandy but other than that bruh. um so conscious of our episode runtime. So Ooh. any other shows that are grabbing your attention at the moment that you're watching? Blah, blah, blah. This is, now I'm trying to think about what we've been watching. I'll tell you what, while you do that, we've let's talk. We've, we've, we've been, been watching, watching we've, we've, God. WandaVision? Uh, yes, absolutely. Really enjoying I'm, it. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I, no, I am really enjoying it. I'm glad the first two were as short as they were because I think that would have tested my patience at longer runtime. And I like how it's developing a lot. Where are you up um, to date? I'm up to date. I'm up to yeah. episode six, I think. Seven. Um, and I, was it, is it seven? Seven came out this week six. with the reveal of who the bad guy is. Oh, sorry. My apologies. So I guess it's yeah. seven. Yes, <clears> I am <throat> up to date. And, yeah. it's, and it was, but what's interesting is that character, I don't want to spoil it, in the Marvel Universe, she's actually a good guy. So I don't quite get what's going on there. It's, it's kind of a I think there's question. probably another layer to this. Yeah, there could be. Because they still haven't, under, they still haven't kind of, kind of explained Quicksilver yet. No, I know. I, I, I really like it. Um, I, I feel like it needs, and I can't quanti- 
quantify this exactly. I feel like it needs something else as well, whatever whatever that thing is. Like it needs to. Is there is there one more? Is it only eight? Episodes? No, no, three more. Three more. Oh, it's okay, episodes. so it goes up to ten. I'm hoping. I'm not exactly sure what I'm hoping. I'm just hoping that the next few, because I think the last few are an hour, aren't they? I think, or at least uh, the last couple. Of I'm enjoying the quirkiness so. of it. I love the quirkiness of this enjoying... episode with this, the 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 um, circus stuff. Yes, they're all a bit like it's all it it's keeping me going. I'm not sure what it is that I think it needs, but it needs something, and I'm not sure how to. I think it's, I don't know how to quantify it. I tell you what, I do think I'm, it's I'm very brave. It. Like yes, to start your Marvel and, TV yeah. series mm-hmm. with a '50s set sitcom in black and white. Yes. Yes, very good. Like, very good. a lot of like people that, turned think. off from that straight away. I mean, I'm sure Zoe, well, Zoe was like, no, I don't, I don't really I'm not, want to watch this. I think the problem, I think part of the problem is, I think gen- genuinely a problem. And that's, and I think that's maybe why they kept them to 20 minutes, partly, partly, or t- 25 minutes, because they that was the format of most sitcoms, obviously. Yes. It's the same sort of runtime. But also, if you're trying to keep, I mean, what eight or t- 10 year olds are interested in watching I Love Lucy? now like and, honestly and who no one would want to watch no that. and that's you're right that's bold that's and my bold. daughter switched so, off from it because of that so mm, um yeah just other things that i've been watching obviously mandalorian second season of the mm-hmm. boys the fifth season of the expanse which just gets fucking better and better See, I, so i watched the first episode because i'm desperate to watch the expanse and unfortunately jenny sort of i think we'll have to watch it when jenny isn't sort of in <laughs> um, because she loves sci-fi as well but if somebody it just, just didn't grab up i really so want to keep watching it tell her yeah. that What's tell us to keep watching because yes. i was the same the first season was a background watch for me i'd watch yeah. it in the background yeah, I was doing something. the second season i paid a bit more attention to the third season yeah. grabbed me the fourth season you're just like what well, and every season it changes right like massively like the the story the 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 scope it's it's a show that if you invest in it and get past a couple of maybe not the best episodes at the start, if you invest in it, yeah, yeah. it pays off so fucking well. Okay. It's no, really, I'm really good. I'm, I think my my only concern for the first one, and it's the concern of almost everything sci-fi at the moment is in the last thirty years, is oh, it looks like Blade Runner. Then, like everything looks like Blade it, Runner. Um, it and I don't mean that in a negative. Like, no, no, but it, it transcends looks good. that it looks pretty quick. Right, good. That's, that's like, good to know. It, that's good to know. If you imagine, right, if you imagine this is, if you imagine that you zoom in really closely to an image mm. down to like pixel level, season one is probably pixel level. And right, season yeah. two goes out and season three goes way out. Right. And yeah, season yeah. four, it's a completely different picture. Right. Mm. And season five probably goes back in again. That's kind of how I'd describe it. Look, let's. Um, I mean, I am, I am, oh, I am going to keep. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to keep going. <laughs> it's good. It, it, it really does get. It really marks itself out as one of the best sci-fi shows on TV. Mm, that's, good. that's good. So let's talk our top five favorite five top five. I don't know favorite five TV shows. Ross, just list your five. Um, we won't so, do too much uh, talking. Is about this it. stuff that has to be on right now, or is it no, 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 of all time? It's your five best. Favorite TV shows? Mm, I mean, it's tricky, <laughs> but but okay. Um, like just just any five. Yeah. I mean, look, this is as long as an arm, but all right. Um, I'm not even. I haven't even done any research on this. Okay, the shield <laughs> has to. Be, the, the, well, I haven't because like how do five TV shows? The shield has to be there. Yep. Um, Blackadder has to be there. 
That's a good, good call. Good call. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and the problem is with Blackadder is that then opens up everything like Red Dwarf, etc. But Black. I think Red Dwarf soiled itself too much down the line to sit in my best yeah. TV shows. Now. Yeah, I, I get. I can see that. I can see. That. I, I still really enjoy it when it comes. It's out. fun, uh, but it's yeah. definitely like for three years, it's four welcome. years, it was probably yeah. the best show on TV. Yeah. Yes. And then, <clears throat> then not. Now, whether this is one of the five best shows of all time, I don't know, but it's still running. And I love it, like fully love it. And it's a very ordinary show, if that makes sense. It's a network show. It's Blue Bloods, which I've talked about before. So, interestingly, we were having a conversation last night because I've never seen Blue Bloods. It's great. Um, and I we, we ended, I ended up, it just was on the background in an episode last night when we were watching TV, which was mm. crazy. And I was like... I was like, because it it Steve Sharipper was on on the literally yep, the scene that we of saw, course, and I'm, course, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'd love to watch it, but it's ten seasons in. Yeah, and, and I you just, will enjoy. I'm I'm not kidding. If you have if you have that time of stuff on in the background, I don't. <laughs> you, well, I'm just but if you do, like if you you know I'm getting at when you can, that I can have like six or seven episodes in theory on TV every day. You know what I mean of anything yeah. every day, and I, obviously I tend to mix it up. It would be like the perfect wallpaper, and I mean that. That's not a diss. No, no, but wallpaper is good, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. That's, so that's, that's got to be simply simply because it's always on. It's still on as well. Yeah. I don't want to just have stuff from the past. Um, in terms of things that really affected me in a good way, uh, and I, you know, in TV you can't believe. Uh, I have to mention Banshee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to. Even though it's been a while since it's been on, well, again, like the Shield, I suppose. Banshee hits so hard. And so immediately, and it's um, as Hoon Lee, one of the stars, described it very recently because it's just come on to HBO. Oh, cool. Um, he describes it as a paean to 80s and 90s action. It's, it, it hits every episode, hits so hard. It's one of the most insane fucking shows I've ever watched. I can't not mention it. I can't, yeah. it, with all of our love of 80s and 90s action. And Go on in, your last answer. Well, this is difficult. And the only reason why this is difficult is I watched The Sopranos recently. Yeah. And I cannot deny that it's one of the greatest shows ever made. I can't. I can't. But I've only seen it once. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, no, and like, I get that. Like, it's and a show can't be I'm, the greatest on one watch. It has to be something you can go to except, time and time again. Right. Except for I can acknowledge that it is absolutely like yeah. having watched it, it is un- without question one of the best shows of all time. I'm But British shows haven't had enough representation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you want to come back to yours? No, 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 no. Um, give me two. Just give me. <laughs> like I, I am thinking it over because. Well, let really me let me quickly list mine while you're. Okay, doing go yours, on. Right? Yeah, go on. Yeah, you do so that. And I'll... Mine are a bit more conventional. So yeah. Firefly. Yeah, yeah it has to sit in oh, there for me. Yes, yes, I agree. It's just infinitely rewatchable. Battlestar Galactica yes. is. Excuse me. Uh, this... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sneezing on yes, the podcast. These, these are every, so far, all of these could be my top five. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica, again, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I have to put on there Friends because mm. I still watch probably an episode of Friends every day. If, I've got, if, mm. if I'm flicking through Sky and Friends is on and I've got nothing else to watch, I'll watch an episode of Friends. And it's not until this year that I've really f- realised just how much that show is just like just great to just flick on. Can I counter and support with the word Seinfeld as well? 
I've never watched Seinfeld. Seinfeld. So Seinfeld, right, well, Seinfeld is something I came to extremely late because although it did show here, it was always showing at weird times and I never saw it. Yeah. And I was never particularly into like, whatever I saw of the persona of Jerry Seinfeld, I wasn't into. Like, well, at the time, I mean. And having watched season one, I've watched most, I think I saw seasons one to probably four about five or six years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And then I watched season one. I think Jenny watched a few of them with me again recently. I just got them again recently. And season one, while kind of raw, like even most season ones are kind of raw, it's it's really great and it gets better and better. I, I and will, it just reminded me of another one I want to add to my top. Yeah, I will. I, it's one of those shows that I'm, if I'm really honest, I'm never going to watch. It. I think um, it's worth it's worth it. But, but it's, so it's, look, Friends, Firefly, yeah. Battlestar Galactica. The Sopranos, because yeah. we're in the middle of a rewatch of The yes, Sopranos, along with the podcast. But, like, I think The Sopranos is my favourite show of all time, but I think The Shield is yes. the show that I will watch more than any other show. And, like, like I'm turning people onto The Shield now, because it's just dropped on Amazon yes. Prime. Yes. And people, yes. Are, people are like, one, like my friend Will is one season in, and he's like, this is fucking amazing. Like, and oh, also, mate. People, people don't realise, also, if you watch The Shield now... <laughs> How many shows all of that cast they went on to? Yeah, and like how all of them current, it still feels. Oh, I'm sure. I need to I, again. I've said with Jenny, alongside Deadwood, I need to watch the shield again. Um, my three, to. my three notable extras are The Wire, oh, uh, which was a show yeah. was very long for me to get to. I just don't think I, I just don't think I need to watch it again. I just don't think I need to watch it again. Breaking Bad, which is again a show yeah. that I've still never finished the first season of because um, oh, I was cool. bored, um, but. Yeah. Fucking then watched it and I was just like, ah. and yeah, not in my top 10, but a show that I would recommend to anyone is Justified because, yeah, I love Justified, it's love just it. brilliant. Justified and Banshee, Justified yes. and Banshee yes. are yes. probably the best double bill ever because it's the same show done in a it's slightly different, good. done in a completely different way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And you've got Goggins in Justified, and Goggins is so fucking good in Justified, is although, <laughs> although. Peak Goggins is Cletus Van Dam, not Cletus Van Dam, yes. the, the woman. No, it is Cletus Van Dam. Is it Cletus, it is Cletus, Cletus Van, Dam. Van Dam in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Just yeah. genuinely, Sons of Anarchy, like bringing in Walton Goggins to play a transvestite, whatever character. I can't remember what the character is, but it's like. It is absolutely genius. So, um, right, Ross, you, I'm going to have to nail you down because we have to wrap Do the podcast really up. what's really annoying is about five minutes ago, I knew what I was going to say and now I've completely forgot what it was. I should have written it down. You should um, I can't, what the fuck? I, I'm not joking. I had the, oh, I'm going to say this. I'll tell you what I will say then, Go on just then. because it, it fits. Uh, and it, I think I just said, oh, you've just reminded me of one that should go with top five is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Again, I mean, it's not, it's not exactly, it's not uh, really. Oh, yeah. dude, you should definitely, if you're going to pick anything, anything that's 20 something minutes, if you've got, I know you're not commuting at the moment, obviously, because no one really is. Um, you will, I, I promise you, you will laugh really hard. Like, you, it's just like, your enthusiasm is fucking bananas. It's, it's Ross, really, really fucking fun. Where can I wonderful audience find out more about you, my friend? I wish I could remember the show I was going to say. Bring it up next week. I know, I know, but it's really annoying. Um, okay, yes. Well, for anyone who's interested, uh, I can be found on all the social media things at, at all of them. Boyesque. All of them. Every, everything. Um, 
and then uh, please follow at uh, at Evo Films UK for Evolutionary Films uh, and at Vengeance Film UK for the uh, continuing exploits of the action film franchise that I write, edit, direct and do. Absolutely. And www.filmsquickreview.co.uk for the blog that goes on with this. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, um, we're probably on TikTok and Clubhouse and all these other different things. So, look... Um, what is Clubhouse? It's a real thing. Clubhouse is massive. I've just remembered the show I wanted to say. Go on. I can't believe I didn't say it. It's the A-Team. <laughs> with the exception maybe of the last season. Maybe with the exception uh, mate, of the last it's just season. come back onto TV. And That's it? it? Yeah, it's, it's showing on Comedy Comedy Channel, I think. I don't think you could have more fun. No, you can't. I really also, don't think you more fun. Also, I need to know one thing. Why the fuck? Has no one remade this as a new TV show? It is literally crying out to be made as a TV show. Well, with MacGyver and Magnum and all that stuff being remade. Preferably not as shit as either. Anyway, www.filscreenreview.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We'll be back um, next week, hopefully, for another episode. Uh, Thanks. Bye. Bye.